I just made egg muffins. Um, they look like a. Uh, they looked like something that wants to be put out of its misery. They they came out of the oven okay. Um, but I didn't grease the tins, and I, you know, fine. That's that's okay. That's not the problem. Um, they were slightly overfilled because they're not very deep tins. Um, and I took them out of the oven to cool so that I could then more easily extricate uh, each muffin from its from its little tin. Uh, and then when I got back in, they'd sunken but also spread. So the whole thing was just like... <laughs> just spread across the muffin tray, just like... No! Uh, so that is what's just happened. Um, but, I, you know, I've got them out and they're, they're um, you know, they're passable muffin shapes. Egg and pea, since you asked. It's all part of this diet. Um, so, yes, each muffin has two eggs and lots of peas. Well, some peas. And, uh, yeah, little snack. Little snack. So we'll enjoy that in a bit. Uh, this is Thursday. This is the, you know, you're getting this. This is the the, uh, the week where everything is on day of release. Um, so today will, uh, again, be rather off the cuff, and I hope that's okay. Um, yeah, I'm sure we've got some things to discuss. In fact, uh, I believe Brendan, friend of the show, uh, has actually made a contribution uh, to today's uh, dis- discourse. Uh, so we'll get to that in a bit, uh, and I will play it live uh, off off my phone. I, I mean, that's how I've been playing all of them. Uh, it's a little peek behind the curtain here. I have a setup that allows me to just play stuff off my phone via Bluetooth, and then it goes into the recording, because magic. So welcome. This is The Lighthouse. Should I bother episode numbering these? I don't know. What are we on now? About 14, I think? But this is episode uh, of The Lighthouse, and if you are new, uh, then you are a statistical anomaly. Welcome. Uh, this is uh, where we uh, sit for half an hour, as, as friends do, and just have ourselves a little time. And just have ourselves a nice little time. That's what that's what we do here. Just about keeping each other company and uh, and, get, and getting through it. <laughs> Whatever, how, however you define it, right now. I think I think that's actually quite good. I think I quite like that. It's this is a space where we can hold each other's hand and just help each other get through it, whatever it is for you. So, um, yeah, there are people on my mind today that I'm holding a good thought for. Um, there are people I'm I'm grateful to have spoken to today uh, and all this week. I've been a, it's, it's been a busy day today. It's been a busy two days. Oof, it's been a busy two days. Anyway, we'll get we'll get to all of that. But uh, yeah, welcome, welcome. And uh, so why don't we take a moment as I adjust my apron. I'm still wearing an apron from when I was cooking earlier. Uh, salmon and potatoes, thank you for asking. Um, with a sort of uh, lemony sauce. All sounds very healthy, doesn't it? Um, okay, so let's have a little check in and see how we're, how we're getting on. What's uh, If you take a moment to uh, check in with your your mind and your body and your soul and your heart, what's in there? What are you finding today? Is there anything that that, uh, cries out waiting to be heard? Is there anything that's saying, I will not be silenced, I 
I will have my say. Let it have its say, and uh, and be at peace, or at least uh, with compassion, with it. For me, I I have a little bit of a just a slightly a slightly hot brow because uh, I've been in a I've been in a kitchen and it's still warm. That's my physical state. Um, I am calm and I am at rest. <clears throat> Sorry, yes, I'm at rest. That's that's sort of what comes up for me. I think I, I'm like a. I'm like a car that's been that's slowly been decelerating and then it's just reached at rest. And I think that's where I am. I haven't come to a sudden break or anything. I've just rolled to a stop. And that's quite nice. So, we have uh we have some feedback. We have our first result from yesterday's question of when I yawned do you yawn back? And a friend of the show, Brendan, uh, said that he felt the urge to yawn, but did not, in fact, yawn. And then he said that, and he just yawned as he was typing. So, uh, Brendan, I love it. Thank you. Uh, And Brendan also has this to say. Okay, so this is a cold shower life hack. Um, You take your hot shower first. And, you know, get all get all clean from the nice hot shower. And, oh, and what they say about, they say, you know, to wash your hands with, with hot or warm water. It's not about killing the bugs. It's about comfort. So you'll stay in it longer because you need to wash your hands for 20 seconds. Uh, I think it's the same thing with showers. I think that we all just kind of, like, took in that programming and, and like, hot. I mean, plus hot showers feel amazing. I'm going to take a hot shower tonight. It's one of the best things. But I also like cold showers. Um... I used to take cold showers all the time after my saunas to do like the cold plunge type thing. Um, but I noticed that like it would really affect, but my energy level, my mm, like internal and not like, not, not like energy about being, being, being able to do things, but energy, like how I'm feeling energetically. And like, I, I, I want to stay calm and, and and um still and comfortable uh after my saunas and told my doctor this and she gave me this excellent tip you take your hot shower as long as you want get all clean you're done with your shower you turn the faucet to cold as cold as you can handle um for just one minute just one solid minute and but you don't immerse yourself in the water you 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 take a step back and you just get your arms and legs wet and and you you soak them in the cold water for a minute and and i can't remember which system i think it's the lymphatic system and um and another system are kind of like supercharged by this and they they, it it forces the the hot water on your on your, from the beginning of the shower forces your blood out to your extremities and it it it, it kicks your body into gear and then the cold water push uh, pushes all that water all that blood back to your core to warm up again and um it's kind of like a 
and it, you know, it's giving yourself a, a mild CPR, sort of. Um, that's probably not accurate, but the, it, it it gets your blood moving again, and it works really well. And I like it. And I'm talking too long. <laughs> You're not talking too long, Brendan. Thank you. Uh, shower technology. Who knew, man? There's there's so much to learn from taking a shower, isn't there? Um, well, there you go. There's something to try. So, yeah, because I I did I did for a while the immersion thing so i do the hot shower and then i do the minute or two well yeah it's usually a minute uh in all the way all the way to the bottom cold uh and go for as long as as i well yeah go go for the for the full minute and try and get my whole body in there <clears throat> there's something about and i don't think it's the heat um it's not or the, or the coldness i think it's the noise but I get really anxious, really, really, really anxious, like frightened when I put my head in the the shower when it's really when it's quite high pressure. Because um, yeah, as I discussed yesterday, my uh, my shower really goes for it when it's cold. It gives that lovely, like almost painful pressure, just like really. I mean, all what was it? Uh, it was Brian Regan who said all. Pain involves pressure. That's one of the definitions of pain. I don't know if that's true, but all pain involves pressure. Anyway, uh, yeah, the, like really, really high pressure, and I I enjoy the whole sensation of it. But then I get to the point where I will face the shower, the shower head, uh, and try and sort of walk into it and put my face in it. And I really it get it gets me anxious. Uh, and there's the there's also the the problem with that is I have. <laughs> I have impulse control problems. And so just like when I'm playing around with the cat's laser toy and there's a mirror in my uh, eye line, every now and again I, I, I tempt fate and I have to just zoop, just put put the thing in, in the mirror. And, and like I, I have impulse control issues. Uh, and so I can't sort of help but want to get in there and get my face in there to like, I don't know, just kind of figure out what happens. Um, and I don't know. It's it's just a it's a it's a weird sensation. I bet it's a, I bet that is the whole point actually. Um, now now that I think about it, and I'm, I'm sure uh, there's there's science here about because um, yeah, like I said, I don't think it's just the cold. Maybe it is. Maybe it is the the whole Wim Hof thing because I know that plunging your face into cold water shocks the system, but I don't think it's that for me. I know it does that, um, but it's 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 not a shock because I've already just got my face, uh, my my whole body, and the back of my head, and all the rest of it. And I can go in the shower backwards and do it. That's fine. It's heading into the shower, putting my face into the water, uh, face face first. Um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I wonder. I wonder if there's a if there's a, a sense of memory that that comes back from uh, being a kid in a water park or something. Anyway, there you are. The shower talk. Thank you, Brendan. So, oh, just crack the back. So, that's something of a dilemma at the moment. It's a fun dilemma. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm at the point where, so I've got all these, I've, I've made a lot of, um, I've made a bunch of courses for, for my job, for, for, my, for my work, um, which are now, going to sort of be homeless. Well, yeah, they are going to be homeless. Um, and 
because I don't know what I'm going to do with with my my uh, sort of brand as it is. Um, there's a lot of content in there that is really really valuable, and I want it to live somewhere. Um, and I think so. I'm building my. I think I mentioned this yesterday. Ah, there's the catchphrase. I'm <laughs> I'm building my second brain uh, right now. And my sort of outboard brain, and in terms of all of the stuff I know about uh, podcasting and creativity and all the stuff I'm learning as well. So book recommendations that people send me, they're starting to go in there. And there's going to be links to articles and to and just definitions of concepts and frameworks and all those sorts of things that then just become a resource, right? I, I'm, I'm, I'm so into, like I said, I'm, I'm really, really into that. Uh, and yeah, I believe I did mention yesterday that, um, I've, I've sort of got a little website, uh, or a, a, an address for it. I've now moved that it's still in notion. Uh, but now I'm, it's, it's, a, it's basically just the notion site itself. Cause it's good enough. The only thing it doesn't have is a search, which is a real shame. I'd like there to be some sort of search, um, because you can search Notion, but uh, there isn't a search on the web page, and that would be phenomenal. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I, I've been I've been building. So I did a I did a three hour course today. Uh, sorry, a three hour uh, workshop that I delivered. Hence the sort of feeling like a car coming to a rolling stop. You know, it's been it's been a day of activity. Um, and I made a beautiful Notion page where I put the video up and then there's lots of notes and stuff and I've been using columns so you can you can create these really nice pages with a table of contents on one side and it's just it's great I love what Notion can do and uh, and I sent that to all the participants or the the attendees of the workshop um, so they've, they've got this resource and that's all fine um, but I've got these courses that are developed and they actually sit in notion but privately because that's where i do all my writing and gathering of stuff and then i sort of copy and paste or import into my own content management system Blah. boring the dilemma is not a technical one the dilemma is i think i just want to make them i think i just want to set them free i think i just want to make them available um because I kind of think, well, no one's really bought them. Um, but I know they're good and I know they're valuable. And I actually had this discussion a while ago with someone else. Like, wouldn't it be good to be able to just make stuff, make it useful, make it helpful, make it relevant, and then just... There it is, and and figure out a way to say, you know, if you found this valuable, I don't know, you can you can throw me some money, or or it's just there and it's fine. And at some point, someone will work with me uh, as a result, or not even as a result, but the people who work with me, it's there for them. And like, because I, you know, I for the most part, I enjoy making the stuff, and it's great to be able to disseminate knowledge and make it useful. And. I think there's a there's a part of me that still has this I don't know if it's an old school idea that information wants to be free. And so, you know, knowledge wants to be free and maybe I'm getting out of the game of selling 
my knowledge. And instead, I'm, I'm selling my time. I'm selling my experience and the, the, the very me stuff. You know, the, 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 the innate markness, the weird brain, hypersensitive, empathetic, um, all those things that you actually can't put down on paper or, or on or onto pixels. You can't really communicate that in a way where it can be felt in, in you know, uh, in the same way that working with someone across, you know, across a Zoom link or, or even in person where you can feel the impact of someone's attention and, and helpfulness and support uh, and care and all that stuff. Which is part of what this is, you know. It's it's just a, it's just an outreach. It's just a it's just a hand across a divide, um, and so yeah, I I my my I don't know if it's really a dilemma, but that's what I'm playing with at the moment. Is like, and there doesn't have to be a big fanfare. It's maybe best if if there isn't, but I don't know. Maybe make a quiet announcement somewhere that, hey, you know, if you want the stuff, it's over here for free. Um, and, and and that's it. Because, you know, I may get to a point where I'm moving away from that. I may not. Who knows? Um, but I'd like to think that I, I am sort of moving away from the tech and the process and much more into the fluffy bits. But, you know, maybe the tech and the process is the... Um, The uh, the loss leader or the you know the the thing that gets you in the door. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I appreciate you giving me the space to uh, to think this out loud, but that's that's what's occurring to me today. And uh, yeah, if you you know if anything bounces off your brain or bounces off my brain into yours, uh, then let me know because yeah, I just think there's plenty of places that sell courses. Um, but there's also pretty good courses for free to do a lot of stuff. So you sort of go, why compete? You know, I, I fairly quickly got to the point where I didn't really want to compete as a podcast editor. Uh, and I, I wonder, like, some of that may come... Thank you, Mr. Roscoe. Yeah, he's just jumped onto the uh, desk and he's now... Uh, it's, it's cat commentary time. We see Roscoe, the large black uh, and white moggy, has jumped clean from the floor onto the desk behind the monitor and is now looking out of the window. He's actually not. He's he's directly facing me. He sat by the window. He's directly facing me. He's now doing that thing where he's rubbing his cheeks on the crook, the sort of the elbow joint of my boom arm. So my microphone is attached attached to a boom arm, uh, and he was just uh, doing that. Roscoe has now jumped off the desk and ran out of the room. That's That's been your cat commentary. Now, that is distracting. That is going to be hard for me to find out where I was, uh, where, you know, where, where, uh, where I left off. But um, there are very, so, so yes, there are very good, often courses and, and things available for free. Uh, and so, yes, yeah, so it was about competing. There we go. Um, 
it was about like me as a you know I, I done podcast editing and I'll still do it, but I don't necessarily want to compete, and I think that comes from perhaps four and a bit years in a really quite competitive space. I had a good product. I was really bad at marketing. I, I got I got not lucky, uh, but I fell into having um, a decent-sized user base, customer base, that I was decently good at keeping happy. It wasn't perfect. wasn't amazing. I did good at, I, you know, I was good at support. Um I didn't blame the the user when things went wrong. I tried to take responsibility. Well, I definitely took responsibility for when uh, things went wrong. Uh, that you know, even things that were out of my control, they're still sort of my responsibility, even if not my fault. Um, I listened to feedback from my customers, and I, I built what they wanted without sort of getting too distracted and, and losing sight of the product. So I I actually ran a decent product. As a product manager, I was probably all right. As a you know guy trying to market the the thing, yeah, not so good, very bad. Um, because everything is about everything is about networking, and that doesn't necessarily mean pressing the flesh, but it absolutely does mean just being out there, being out in the world, and it is as much as I praised myself. Uh, and still do for the sheer amount of work uh, that I did in in that product, media hosting. Uh, you know, I, I built the brand, I built the websites, I did all the coding, I produced content, videos, blog posts, article, uh, podcast episodes, um, walkthroughs, and. And lots and lots and lots of different things. And I did all of this. But I wasn't good at the other stuff that you need a whole other separate person to do. So as much as I could praise myself for how much I did, that's great. But without another person who is who is good at being a person and just going out there with no other concerns other than to 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 wear the team shirt to go out and be a helpful person and then wear the team shirt i kind of think that's actually that's the key really um now that i think about it like maybe maybe i've cracked marketing i don't know <laughs> but there's something in that right of of just going going out and helping people and doing good things contributing and then wearing a team shirt, you know, wearing a shirt so that someone goes, hey, where are you? Hey, hey, kid, I like the cut of your jib. Where are you from? And you can just point to the logo on the shirt and go, I'm from whatever. Now, I talked yesterday. Thank you, Roscoe. Uh, I talked yesterday about uh, in my uh, when I. So yesterday I delivered a uh, webinar, um, a webinar and. At the end, I sort of talked about my brand and and how I've sort of hidden behind brands. I've had so many, oh, so many over the years for for different ideas, different projects, and pseudonyms. 
And part of it is, I don't know if it's just that I don't like my name. It's no disrespect to, to the people who named me. I don't think it's that I don't like my name. My name's fine. But I don't know, it, it's... There's something to it. And I, I'm not going to change my name, partly because, I, again, I don't want to disrespect the people who named me. No one did a bad choice there. No one made a no one made a bad choice. Um, but I don't know. Like, I, I don't connect it with the things that I have wanted to do. And that's been really weird and, and, and difficult. Um, I've used my name when it's come to radio shows for some reason. When I do radio shows, when it's this, when it's just talking, <laughs> um, you know, the, the last radio show uh, I had two on a, a radio station back in 2016 and 2017. Um, the first one was Mark Stedman's Escape Hatch. Sorry, no, that was the second. First one was uh, Mark Stedman's seven, seven Day Trial, which used to be a podcast before. And then I brought the podcast to the radio show and made it, I brought the podcast to the radio station and made it a radio show. Um, and then the second one I started, uh, finished uh, seven day trial because I got bored because that's what I do. I didn't want to quit. I uh, didn't want to quit the the station. I was having a good time, so I ended up doing something that was incredibly time consuming and taxing and difficult, which was basically right. And I need to find a way of putting this out somewhere. Actually, I just reminded myself. Um, I think I've got the stuff somewhere. Um, I. I uh, found out. Uh, I, I wrote basically a um, a choose your own adventure game radio series that was played by the so the main the main protagonist was played by a different guest each week. So we went on for twelve weeks, I think. Did a twelve week arc, and the first episode. I hope you'll you'll sort of. You know, we'll we'll have to sort of leave the the tangents where they are. Right? We'll we'll just leave them leave them hanging because we're not going to get back back to them. And I don't. I think it's fine if we don't. Um, so the idea was I'd written this first one, and it was basically it was called Mark Stedman's Escape Hatch. I had this idea of basically making radio escape rooms, uh, and so it was a two hour radio show. We'd have music, we'd have a, sort of chats with the guest, but we'd also play this game bit of a weird format i think it works better in a podcast without all of the interview stuff it's actually kind of just nice if you just play the game i think but hey ho i enjoyed the show and i think it was fun um and so there would be three challenges there'd be three like puzzles so i came up with 36 36 puzzles in 12 weeks um that i made my you know that that my guests would uh would would have to solve um and what so the first one was just going to be an isolated story it was called zombie it was just a throwaway idea it was called zombies on a spaceship um and um at the end i think we that there was a final oh i think i might have decided on i'm trying to think when i wrote the final puzzle it was less a puzzle more of a a, a, a decision that you could make and the ending would change based on the decision, right? Uh, and that's what it was. And then I think I was that was going to be it. And then the next week I thought, actually, you know what? Why don't we carry this story on? So the next guest who came uh, and spoke to me, 
Uh, I just carried on the story. And in the space of 12 weeks, what started as a throwaway idea with some cheap jokes and some zombie stuff and a robot called Blorp turned into a mother-loving space opera with alternate alternate dimensions, spiders eating... Yeah, it was like reality-eating spiders that were uh, creating decay to eat away at uh, one of the other worlds um, to sort of to make everything to, to destroy this, this other dimension because it was created by a, um, a machine that was powered by story. Stay with me here. So in the end, what, what was happening is um, there was this machine, a little bit uh, inspired a little bit by Douglas Adams, a lot by Douglas Adams. And this was before I'd start doing the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy podcast. Um, this, this machine that was powering the spaceship could create uh, new realities. You would type them like you were creating a text adventure game into this old ass looking machine, this old ass looking computer. Um, so there was like code for the, for the universe, and you could you could type out sort of what what would happen, um, and it would just spawn off a new reality. And so there were these spiders that were oh, what were they called? Ah. <gasps> oh. The, oh, I can't remember now. I'll have to. I'll have to go back and listen. Um, but there were these spiders that had a specific name, and they were they basically killed everything organic in the faulty universe in in the in the one that shouldn't have been created in the, um, and that created the zombies because they 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 were all dead and uh, and and stuff. Um, and yeah. That was um, that was that was it, uh, and so you you know the character sort of zipped back between dimensions, um, and in the end ended up at the the what was it called the nan nan oh, what was the narrativo the narrativo that was the that was the machine um, that powered this this that, that ran this ship that was all powered by story and so you had to correct some corrupted code and then that fixed the old universe. And it was just, I don't know. It was, yeah, it was, um, but the reason it became so sort of sprawling is because I didn't know what, what was going to happen week by week. And so it started off as this silly idea. And then I would give the, uh, each uh, each uh, guest a choice at the end to do A or B. And then that meant whatever choice they made, whether to save this person or to run or to do whatever, um, that would then influence what I would write next. And so, you know, it ended up as this incredible story um, that I actually think, like, it needs, a, you know, it, it has third act problems. Um, no, it like, it needs a bit of structure and a bit of, you know, setting up so that you can so it doesn't feel like such a sort of weird leap, but it all kind of made sense. 
and I don't think I've got the text anymore. It'd be nice if I did, um, but I'll have to go back and, and get those episodes because um, there's something in there, right? I think there's there's a nice idea there. I haven't explained it very well, but it was so it was such fun. But as you can imagine, such hard work. It really was. Uh, and then there's you know there's music, and so I'd be producing the the radio shows. Uh, and then I'd make a podcast version. I'd have the people round here, round to the office to uh, to interview them. Uh, and, and you know, I'd have to have all the questions and all the game stuff ready and interview them and get song requests from them. And just, it was a lot of work. It was a lot of work. But anyway, that was a nice, that was a nice time. <laughs> all right, listen, um, I've kept you long enough. Um have a think about the if you if you get a chance, uh, I'd love to know your thoughts. Like, I've got all these courses about how to do various podcasty things. Why don't I just make them free? Like, am I really? It's one of those things where I sort of go sunk cost, whatever. Like, I lose nothing because no one's really paid for them anyway. Uh so yeah, just put them out there. What do you think? I will do what you tell me. All right. Let's uh, let's let us let us bring the ship in for uh, in into dock. Hey, I've uh, I've really appreciated uh, the last half an hour, as you can probably tell. So uh, thank you for uh, for spending this time with me. Um, tomorrow is Friday, uh, and so I will um, I'll look forward to uh, to chatting with you again then. But for now, as we do, if you want to. Uh, Make yourself as comfortable as possible. As com- well, not as comfortable as possible. We can aim higher, right? <laughs> you deserve better than that. Make yourself the most comfortable. That's, that's what I think you should do. Make yourself maximally comfortable. Perhaps close your eyes and, uh, and feel completely relaxed as I remind you that as long as you can hear me, you exist. And because you exist, you are entitled to love and to be free from pain. You are connected. You are wanted. You are welcome.